It's like the the opposite of the toe jam ball. This is a oh. this is just a slimy sock ball. Um, he's thrown from his feet, but he catches himself on his hand feet. <laughs> Welcome to the B Mega Podcast. My name is Adam, and I am here with my good friend Luke in the Mega HQ. Luke, how you doing? I almost said hi way too soon. As soon as I said hi, hi. <laughs> Luke's a friendly guy. He knows what I think most friendly people know, which is highs are free. Just yeah. give out highs. Just give them away. Yeah, absolutely. Does, I mean, you know, doesn't doesn't hurt you. Doesn't hurt anybody else. Unless way. and unless they're trying to tell you bye. And you, and you keep hi. saying hi. Yeah, that's fair. That that's... wouldn't be very polite. <laughs> Could you imagine? I I would love the next time you and I have something to make a wager on. The wager should be whoever loses for an entire day has to respond to small talk with the opposite. So if somebody says hi, you say bye. If somebody says how you doing, <laughs> you say you answer something about your uh, about your like. I don't know how you answer that. <laughs> you say my favorite color is blue. Yeah, just random. <laughs> how you doing? I like the sky. But you're not able to respond appropriately yeah. to Luke. Adam. Today, we're going to do our second battle. Oh, this is exciting. Anybody who joined us last a week ago, a couple weeks ago, whenever that was, we did the Tomato Hawk versus Gorilla Grub. The Gorilla Grub tried to take over the Megamite Pharmacy. It did not go well. It did not. The Tomato Hawk swept in, juice everywhere, Grubworm Massacre. But they made a fountain and a statue afterwards. They did, and in the end... Things turned out. The grubworm got the gro- the gorilla grub got put behind bars. Yeah, only one giant man- giant mutated mango was crushed in yeah. the yeah. proceedings. Mm, some citizens were killed. <laughs> it's just the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how the the mayor <laughs> announced it to the public. There was. Uh, some grubs got some humans. Yeah, some people didn't make it, but. You know what? The people who did make it cured their rash. Yes, and they are better for it. Yeah, and they got a nice tomato juice treatment. Anybody who's new to the B-Mega podcast, what we do is we're writers, and we get together, and we brainstorm an idea, either for a character or, in this case, for the battle episode. We take two of our existing characters, and we brainstorm a conflict, and we each select one of the characters, and... Go back and forth, creating actions for those characters until we have a story. Yeah, Does that more or less do it. Yeah, yeah. Take turns building a, a a new and original story for these characters, and mostly just having a good time. Exactly. Something sinister is afoot in Megaton City, and only the laundry launching expertise of the Sockmonger can stop the evil foot rot and funky foot from wreaking stinky havoc. Foot rot and funky foot 
have giant gnarly feet for hands and also for feet. Yes. Huge. And like their toes are crusted and and oozing with with toe jam that is toxic. Toxic toe jam. Toxic balls. toe jam balls. Uh, that's also a good band name. The toxic toe jam balls. So the sockmonger emerged from this very tidy fellow Milgram Starch who who had a mishap with his favorite dryer right. and was imbued with a certain sort of static electric power as well as that of sock kinesis. <laughs> yes, congratulations. I pronounced both the sock monger <laughs> and sock kinesis right, which I was not able to do in the original episode. Uh, the sock kinesis, what is he? He's able to, to manipulate socks. He can take socks from anywhere and then he can also... Yeah, I think he can just fully manipulate socks in every way so that when he's out, because he has his collection of socks that he uses, but then he can also pull socks from people. And right. Oh, that was socks it, yes. to people. Yeah, yeah. He, can, yeah. he doesn't have to have... There, There's essentially an endless arsenal yeah. whenever he's out as in public. As long as there are socks around. Right. Winter is probably the best time for him to be out. That's true. Summer can be tricky sometimes with all these flip-flops and such, the flipping-flopping. The And... Doesn't the Sockmonger also have special socks that 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 change pattern or color relative to his mood or something? Yes, he has like mood socks. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about the mood socks. That's excellent. So, oh, it's is it? Do they sense? Is it that they sense evil? Oh, maybe they sense evil. Oh, uh, one of those. But, things. Either we'll way, figure we'll, it out. we'll just wing it. <laughs> to get started, we are going to flip a pack of spearmint gum. <laughs> <laughs> the heads being the front uh, representing the sockmonger and tails being the other back yeah yeah representing yeah. the foot rod and funky foot yes and we will flip to see who i will be okay who adam will be this time uh, here we go <laughs> <laughs> flip the gum the flipping of the gum tails so now we're going to select a setting out of a list of settings that we've created on the podcast and ones from our webcomic. These are places in Megaton City. Use the randomizing button. The Megaton City Square. Megaton City Square. Okay. This is like the town square for yeah, Megaton it's like City. Yeah, downtown. So Megaton City is a, a city of sort of ambiguous size, but it's sort of a, a middle, a medium-sized midwestern city okay um but the the square is yeah there's a nice historic city square with little shops and maybe there's a courthouse or something maybe it's some sort of a music festival in the music town square a great idea yeah so and uh, what like there are the there are shops like you said yep. uh definitely a lot of people not necessarily a lot of heroes here um there yeah, may yeah. be a few maybe Sockmonger is uh we'll we'll get to that but um yeah like there's there's some sort of a, a so is it uh is it like a, a a daytime music festival are we talking about like a big nighttime like like maybe they put on concerts in the summer in the evenings and yes. this is the first one to kick it off it's the, the it's the first uh the summer concert series nice yeah so they've they're set up downtown they've got food vendors and things yes. like that yeah yeah good good that's good so they they get a big crowd 
who's playing the you know who the headliner is of the 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 kickoff evening of the Megaton City Music Festival? I think maybe Headbanger number seven. Headbanger number seven with his new solo album. Yeah, I like it. It's a it's a cross between heavy metal, a uh, a couple of different alien genres that yeah. that aren't familiar here, <laughs> and and tambourine music. <laughs> The t- the t- the tambourine music genre is is underappreciated. underappreciated. It really is. I'm glad he's he's stepped up and is bringing awareness to that genre. Alternative Rick turned him on to it. Good call. Good call, Rick. Footrod and Funky Foot. Their general approach to villainy is is they really just like ruining good times. Like I think, I believe they ruined a, a, some sort of wine event right? and, and put toe jam in the wine or something like they're just yeah. that sort of, they're kind of heavy pranksters um, in terms of just, they don't, they're miserable because they smell like feet and they want everybody else to be miserable. So they know that this concert series is happening and it's something that everybody in the town looks forward to. And they're not into that. So they've decided that, and they also have a long-standing beef with Headbanger Number Seven, maybe. Okay. So he he is one of the villains that kind of turns his ch- turned his cheek. What turned his cheek? Turned his cheek to the feet. <laughs> he he turned his back on on villainy and right. became a, a pop singer. They've got big toe jam balls. They saved up. And uh, like by big, what are, what are we beach talking? Ball, beach, beach ball, ball size, size toe okay. jam balls, and so they're gonna throw these toxic toe jam beach balls out into the crowd, <laughs> which will the people will you know pass around as beach balls, but they'll also then be exposed to their toxic toe jam, and which which when you're exposed to the toxic toe jam, it makes all of your skin smell like nasty feet. Uh, okay, okay. The sockmonger, uh, he was he was helping someone do some laundry. Um, he was helping an, an elderly couple finish their laundry, mm. and uh, he this this laundromat happens to be just a couple of blocks away from from the square, and. As he's finishing the folding, the the delicates for this 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 couple, uh, he hears the crowd at the at the, at the, the square the start, start shrieking, and he immediately jumps to action. He runs outside and zaps zaps across the the street, uh, takes a few back alleys, and finds finds probably a dozen people in the crowd are are covered in this goopy uh bluish green toe jam sludge uh and they're sobbing and shrieking and trying to run away and he immediately uh uses his his sockinesis to pull some of the laundry from the laundromat ah. he knows there's some in the in the washing machine he pulls it and he's he uh he attempts to start wiping the ones that have been immediately affected mm-hmm. wiping them down with the with the, the Get, wet socks getting getting a sock cleaning he, he's only got like six wet socks <laughs> but he's trying to do what he can 
the foot rot and funky foot, they don't they don't make a huge plan. Like they rolled in with these toe jam balls. That was step one. They had figured they'd see what was next once they got there. So seeing the effectiveness right away of uh, the toe jam balls that that the people didn't, you know, they worked. They they right. they sort of started to infect these people with their toe jam, their toxic toe jam. That they they then decide they want to get on stage and confront alternative or confront uh, headbanger number seven. So they climb up, they cut, climb onto the stage from the back. So nobody's seen them yet, or maybe they have, but they just sort of, they're, you know, wreaking havoc. Right. And really made themselves known specifically. They come on to stage, they come onto the stage and, start just kicking over all the instruments. Oh. That's, that's how they make themselves themselves known, is they start just kicking over the drums. One of them's kicking over the drums. One of them's over just kicking over speaker racks. And, like with his foot and, hands. Oh, yeah, with foot yeah. hands. Just distra- into the crowd, and the crowd has to, you know, scatter. So that's, that's where they're at. Okay. The music, you know, sort of comes to a rumbling Does- halt. Does headbanger number seven? He he realizes what's happening. That's okay. like he just sort of, well, he doesn't realize what's happening, but he knows something's happening. Okay, okay. Uh, Sockmonger hears the music come to a, a a noisy halt. He sees the the Foot Brothers on stage kicking all the equipment down, and notices that the that one of the um, one of the toe jam balls has not struck anyone and is just laying on the ground. Um, people are kind of running around it. Mm. Uh, so he he pulls some socks from a few nearby uh, concert goers, uh, just right out of their shoes, uh, and uses his socks to manipulate this ball and tries to chuck this ball in the direction of the Foot Brothers, mm. uh, trying to knock some of the equipment onto them, trying oh, to yeah. get it because he doesn't, he's not close enough to do any real kind of damage right. to them. Uh, so he's trying to use this ball as a projectile to to knock some of the the damaged equipment into the brothers. Right, right. So there's, I think there's, uh, there's, there's. Uh, some stage lighting that's kind of wobbly yeah, now yeah, yeah. it's lost some structural integrity and he he's he's hoping that he can get this one of these poles to to uh give way and and fall on at least one of the brothers right so the so the toe jam ball hits the lighting unit and there's the the because the toe jam is <laughs> it's it's Li- more liquidy than standard toe jam, maybe. Like okay. it's got a real sort of chunky pudding sort of texture to it. Like, but but a little bit more. You know, I mean, it holds together more than that. Right. It's, that's mostly because there's also hair, and you know, it's so the toe jam ball <laughs> strikes the the lighting standard or whatever, and it's it like it because it hits in the you know the lights were already in rough shape and so it just explodes and the there's just sparks and, and things everywhere and then the whole lighting uh rig comes down onto foot rot who was kicking the ah. who was kicking the amplifiers so, okay so he is pinned under the under the lighting rig okay and funky foot 
sees this, so he's over kick he had kicked over the he kicked over the drums and then he threw a, a a toe jam ball in the face of the drummer, so he's Okay. He's subdued. He's out. And but he sees this happen, so he turns his attention to go help his brother um at the at the front of the stage where he's covered in this lighting rig. But maybe he's gonna ha- I don't know, maybe that he has to get past uh, past headbanger number seven to help too. Okay, okay. So that's where he's at. Uh, Sockmonger feels comfortable with with the amount of help he's given the concert goers. Um, they may be a little stinky right now, but he's gotten most of the the slime off of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so his attention is fully turned to the stage. He when um, you said foot rod is pinned and funky foot is yep. When Funky Foot has his back turned, uh, Sockmonger uses his um, static electricity traveling method and kind of zips across the 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 square. And uh, as he does, as he as he approaches Funky Foot, he puts his hand on the on the stage. He sees that Funky Foot is as put his bare foot on uh on a uh, a cable one of the cables that's been run across the stage and uh sockmonger tries he 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 knows that he he doesn't have a huge amount of of static electricity right. shocks but he tries to uh he tries to do a little bit of a surge to at least um stun at least right. stun funky foot right uh so he zaps the stage unfortunately that also uh hurts the headbanger number right. seven he gets a little angry and stumbles a, stumbles away so everybody gets a mild zap. Uh, yeah yeah um that's excellent so that to so hoping hoping to stun funky foot. yeah yeah so so funky foot is yeah trying he's trying to get to foot rod and navigate headbanger number seven when suddenly he's thrown from his what he calls his lower feet <laughs> um, he's thrown from his feet but he catches himself on his hand feet <laughs> so catches himself on his hand feet and he's still coming toward the sock monger who's near foot rot also. So he's coming toward them, but uh, now he's coming this way. He's oh, coming so, on his hands. So he's he's upside down. He's upside down, yeah, walking that way. Okay, okay. And he's angry. And he, oh, he's angry. His bottom feet are smoking from the from the shock. So has the did the shock was it enough to maybe somewhat dry out the the toe jam it, on his it, lower feet it, out, it totally dried out the toe jam on his lower half and now he's walking on his hands so he doesn't have any toe like all he's i mean he's still strong and he's headed that way but he can't fling toe jam balls like he'd like to and he's not as he's also doesn't move as well on his hand feet because he primarily walks on his okay foot feet okay uh Sockmonger sees him barreling towards him and from across the stage and knowing uh, knowing that they're that the band has a group of roadies backstage, 
uh, Sockmonger knows that they're none of them wear flip flops. He knows that that's a surefire way to get socks. <laughs> the roadies definitely have shoes and socks. Yeah. So and 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 they're they're going to be pretty grody socks. Oh yeah. Uh, so he he again uses his sockinesis to pull. He gets uh he gets kind of an assortment of socks this time. Uh, they don't match. Uh, some of them have holes in them, but there he was correct in assuming that they were going to be uh, pretty foul uh, mm. and uh, launches them at Funky Foot's face, just directly at his face <laughs> as he's coming at him. Uh, kind of turns them into a ball, just a full on. It's like the the opposite of the toe jam ball. This is a, oh. this is just a slimy sock ball that's just directly headed directly for funky foot's face so the this it's a direct hit the the sock this funky sock ball hits funky foot right in the funky face <laughs> and the socks sort of wrap themselves around his face so he he it, it knocks him over and he's he's he can't see and he can't he's just lost he's just rolling around on the ground uh can't get back to his feet so he's 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 debilitated well now uh, i i think sockmonger's next move is to uh quickly fashion again through sockinesis uh some restraint socks that he he applies to the the foot brothers mini feet uh because once they the they when they have the socks on and they start <laughs> They start, um, they're squirming because I, I, he assumes that because they don't, since they don't wear socks that much, it's probably going to bother right. them to have the socks on. Yeah. And in fact, He's, they have such an aversion to socks that the socks sort of similar to the static electricity, they sort of just mildly burn their skin. It's mostly psychological, but it's just because they hate the idea of socks. They don't want to be contained. So, so so what happens? What's the so okay? So does he cart them off? Then that's it. He gets them. Gets the local police involved. He or? He, uh, he zaps back over to the laundromat. Gets a couple of hampers, oh, like right rolling hampers. Brings them back. Uh, gets the the foot brothers into these hampers. Nice. And um, has them there waiting for the for the authorities. Uh, and he helps. He helps the headbanger number seven back on stage. He uses his mild electric ability to repair, like help, kind of make right. some connections in the the sound system, and the the concert continues. Oh, incredible. Uh, and then, and then the from then on the concert series is the sockmonger. <laughs> or the, the 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 summer sock series. Yes, and everybody has to wear socks to the summer sock series totally. from now on. Yeah, yeah. So for years, <laughs> decades later, the concert goers show up wearing various kinds of socks, normally with like sandals yeah. or flip flops yeah. on, so you can see the socks, yeah. flashy socks. Because they, that one fateful day when the sock monger saved the day. <laughs> <laughs> and fresh justice is served. Thanks, Sockmonger, and thank you for listening to this week's Mega Battle on the B-Mega Podcast. Do you love hearing stories of foul villains receiving their just desserts at the hands of heroic vigilantes? Then leave a review on iTunes and spread the word for Luke and Adam. Be 
sure to follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Megaton City or discover previous heroes and villains at MegatonCityNews.com. A true hero doesn't stuff their laundry. They fold it. Until next time, do good, make marvelous stories, and write your battles wisely. And as always, be mega! Do you think do you think the sock summer or the summer sock series of concerts uh do you think they do a, a sock puppet show at the beginning yes, before all yes. the concerts? And all the they they book in any bands that have foot or sock related names. Like what's the? Uh, let's see. <laughs> can't think of any. Uh, no, I can't either. There's got to be a foot band. Yeah, send us that too. Let us know all your favorite foot bands and your favorite sock artists and your favorite. Tambourine musicians. Are we done? Yeah. <laughs> the characters and stories on this podcast are the property of Megaton City Creations. Copyright 2016. The sound effects heard in the B Mega podcast are used under a Creative Commons Zero public domain license.